0: Welcome to Bogside Chats. We're talking everything DeFi Kingdoms and keeping it casual. We're the first non whale podcast, no Gen Zeros, no stable of 100 heroes. My name's C9N. Joined with me, as always, and more importantly, is Matty Esk and Guy Kid Boys. How are we doing?
1: Very good, very good. Uh, we're talking more perilous journey, state of the game, but more importantly, this episode we are joined by twitter superstar dfk franz franz how are you
2: <laughs> twitter superstar uh me and my 400 followers i don't know about that just trying to get some alpha from the bigger accounts you know
3: oh i get it i get it guy how are you doing doing well doing well boys franz thanks for joining us bud yeah happy to be here
2: uh enjoyed the first two episodes i got rugged by uh Maddie on the first one I was supposed to be on, but I don't know. He made up some kind of uh, scheduling conflict to keep me off. <laughs> right, right, right. Of
0: course. Of
2: course. We, we, couldn't,
1: we, couldn't, we couldn't work out the schedule, so therefore it was rubbed. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, anyways, uh, we're talking about Perilous Journey. We have, what was the website? DFK Tavern had a cool tool you we were looking at about submitted heroes what is the macro picture looking like guy on heroes that have been sent on the journey so far?
3: let's hit refresh and let's see if anything's happened in the last 20 minutes oh
0: and also and look on the at that Pokemon.
3: Uh, another 17 heroes have uh, sent be sent on their way so we're up to uh, 2600 heroes 55 gen zeroes are already on the boat too so that's actually interesting because they probably could have gotten another summon in before going on the boat. Uh, you can tell a lot of people are just kind of quest exhausted at this point and are ready to just uh, take a week off and let their heroes uh, chance it on the boat. We've got 28 mythics already. That's what the zero to four is th- so far, and our first two dread knights are, are out there. I cannot
1: imagine sending a mythic or or a dread or even a sage or a dragoon. I feel like. There's so much you lose there, value wise.
2: Well, you, you got to think that the people who are sending Dread Knights, it's not their only one. You know, th- these are the guys that have three or four. Some have advanced abilities, some are
3: rare, you know. Spare a few. Whales. And a lot of them have just decided all right, my Dread Knight has a summon, so I'm just going to use it up. And if I get another Dread Knight, then I can send one of them. So it's like with that logic, it's not bad. But it'll be interesting too because the Dread Knights that stay behind, that still have their summon left, fast forward a couple expansions from now, that summon's going to be a lot more valuable.
2: I
1: think hey, in general.
2: Sorry, you go, friends.
3: No, uh, I was going to derail
2: us already um, from perilous journey. the The idea of summoning with the Dread Knight, I'm kind of behind it. I, I kind of like it. it. It decreases the value of that Dread Knight, but. If, if you're holding it for the idea of summoning for an ultimate class, right? That's so far in the future that the value you can get right now, i take, I don't have any Dread knights. I'd take the chance at another Dread knight now.
3: And What's that's it? actually a good point too, because how many more Dread knights, especially these whales that have these wallets, they'll probably end up with a couple more dreadnights between then and now as well.
2: Yeah, well, I, I plan to have at least, you know, <laughs> 20 by the time
0: that yeah, ultimate
1: seriously yeah. what I mean, What's an ultimate class? So so, so this know. is something that's been rumored um, I mean, not rumored, it's going to happen, but once they uh, open up these new regions, you know, Crystal Vale's most recent one um, once they open up a couple more of these, there'll be more classes that will come down, and then eventually there'll be a, a level above Dread Knight that is this rumored ultra class or what is it called? Ultra, I think ultimate. 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 Oh, sorry. Ultimate class. Uh, eventually, that your dread knight will be able to to summon with some other class and create this even more powerful one. Uh, but again, li- like Franz was saying, this is way down the road. This is way after. That that's not going to be an option until several different regions are opened up. Several different new chains are added to, to the game. It's uh, sort of a you know end game option. Uh, that is out there.
2: Yeah, I'm yeah I'll be out and living on a beach by then on my jewel, you know, wings. Really it just,
0: care. just feels early. It's like, it's like they're allowing us to play the game so far before it's finished. It's like playing blue version without Blastoise or Charizard being in the game yet. Wow, I, you,
1: love, you love putting Pokemon references in. I don't know if that one made any sense, to be honest.
0: I've been playing Arceus. <laughs>
2: You guys guys do have to reference some other games, otherwise, you know, people are going to think that Pokemon's the only you know, it's a great game. game. It's a great game. game Between Pokemon and DFK, where do
3: you you find enough time in the day?
2: Yeah, (laughs) you were a wow guy before this, right? So, like, we have other games to draw off of besides just
3: Pokemon. Anything else jumping out on uh, on people that that have been said so far?
1: Well, that was my question, is what macro trends are you seeing, Guy? I mean, I think The big one for me and we talked about this earlier was mining as a profession there are not as many miners being sent uh i mean is that just happenstance or is do you think there's a a logic behind that
3: i think there's enough um heroes out there now that we're beyond the probability realm so the fact there's a two to one ratio of miners or one to two ratio of miners to any other profession People are deliberately leaving their mar- miners behind, like not sending them on the j- on the perilous journey. And that's either a because they're going to mine rot- right up until the last minute of when they go on the boat, or b most likely their miners are more valuable than their other equivalent heroes. Professions aren't weighted into the rewards at all. So when you look at two heroes side by side, you're better off leaving your miner at home than sending him on the boat. Well, well, having
0: you know, a lot of these miners not being burned, is it gonna lower the the value of miners? Because there'll just be more of them on
3: the market. I mean there's still I think the demand for miners still outweighs all the other professions so much. So the fact there's three hundred and seventy that'll that'll potentially be burned, I don't think it'll necessarily offset. Only three seventy.
0: I wonder uh where we're gonna hit towards the end of the week. I assume most people are gonna do it at the end of the week.
2: Yeah. They're we're definitely going to see these numbers go up on Sunday because I believe Monday's the deadline. But I I think it's interesting with miners, right? Because they're definitely less being sent because they hold the most value as far as, well, extracting value from that locked jewel. Um, But also, you know, the idea that will it change the minor floor going forward? I mean, I I think as Crystal Vale opens now, you know, we have a lot more people that are going to start having locked crystal. Whereas, like, I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I got into this game in, like, December. I don't have much locked jewel. I, I mine gold more than jewel. Um, but once Crystal Bell starts, we're all kind of on a level playing field. Right. Um, I think I a think lot I, of... That's a very interesting point. I mean, for me, you know, just personally,
1: I... Like I said, I've, I've said this multiple times. I have, like, under five heroes. I only... I'm only looking for foragers and fishers because for me it's not even worth my time to be gardening or or, or mining. Um, so this is a different this is a different player who's making this decision on on the miner. It's clearly someone who has a pretty decent amount of locked jewel where a miner actually matters.
3: Right. Well, and then I think to France's point, fast forward two three months from now, you're probably going to have a decent need for a miner not quite to the same extent as the whales but you're going to have some locked crystal that'll that'll grow if you're early into the gardens right off the bat so i do think um i think the crystalville event will be a bigger impact on the price of miners long term than this perilous journey event yeah
2: yeah and you know when when crystalville first starts you know or well, so there is going to be a delay, right? It's the single staking first, then they're opening the gardens. You know, I, I don't think we're going to be able to do professions in Vale right off the bat. But once that opens, and even that minimum for, for us smaller players is going to be a higher percentage of the lock than it is now here in Sarando. So does that give them more value? I mean, it's still a, a small amount that's being mined, but I
0: don't know, it's something to weigh. We, have they released when uh, Crystal Vale is open to non Perilous Journey, perilous journey people?
3: Well, I think how perilous journey will work is they're going to go there and come back to Serendale So the heroes that survive perilous journey are going to re- re- um, come back to the docks back in Serendip and say, "Hey, this is what we found." And there's going to they're going to have a quest tag and all that attached to them. But they're going to be in Serendip the whole time. They won't be in Crystal Vale. So there's probably going to be, I'd say, a two to four week delay between the end of Perilous Journey and the beginning beginning and opening of Crystal Vale. Anyone have any thoughts on Timeline?
2: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'd like to see Perilous Journey end and Crystal Vale single staking open immediately. I mean, I, I, I don't know. That's wishful I, thinking, I think, at this point. I think there's going to be a gap but, of time. But, got to think, right? Like, the single staking, it's not... Yes, it's on the AVEX subnet. That's different. That's the thing that they've been building. But the, the formula as far as what they're doing, they're repeating the Serendale game plan, right? So right. Uh, I would think for the single staking to open, it might not be too difficult for them. The rest of Crystal vale, yeah, maybe it takes some time. But I- I'm hoping that... A week after per- perilous journey, we get our crystal drop from you know, all the recent Hammings and can start single staking that jewel to earn more crystal.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think there'll be
1: a. I think there'll be a big push. Obviously, once they open anything, I mean, even the single staking, there's going to be a massive push there, um, to, to for people to jump in. Um, and, and I hope, I, and the way the team's been doing it, we've talked about team's been releasing it. Uh, they've been giving information and releasing new things in the game pretty regularly, pretty on a pretty decent schedule, pretty decent clip. So, I mean, it makes sense that it'll be quick, uh, which means even more, inf- if, you know, even more reason to be on top of it and be one of the first ones to be joining these gardens.
2: How much, uh, how much jewel are you guys leaving on the sideline in preparation for that single staking? Because I... I had grand plans of having a large sum ready and i've been summoning i've been buying i told
3: my i told myself i was gonna get up to uh 300x jewel by march 1st and 600x jewel by april 1st (laughs) i am at 60 jewel so (laughs) i'm making great progress on that and i once again get to thank my thank my good friends at adfk for that Raff and Neindorf with their tavern alerts I found yesterday I found two recessive gen ones for under 110 jewels so I had to buy those and then I actually found this other guy Mickey who's doing um, for for those of us that don't have gen zeros you can rent a gen zero summon to get your own true gen one and I actually got a rare gen one out of that but that cost me 100 jewel as well. So pretty much in twenty four hour period, I went from I went on a spending spree of about three hundred thirty jewel. Jeez. Well, no,
1: I mean, it, you brought I, it up. It sounds like it sounds like you got value out of it, but that's a lot,
3: you know. Right. And that was that was uh, money that I had tucked away in the the jeweler uh, to be ready to be liquid for Vale. But my thought process is. I don't think it's going to happen right after the Perilous Journey. Yeah. Hopefully hopefully France can prove me wrong there. And it, it does happen mm-hmm. right after we get off the off the boat. Um, but hopefully with all these heroes going on the Perilous Journey, anyone that does have heroes on the sideline, the value of those goes up. Because everyone's going to be itching to do something during the week.
0: A little, a little more activity. People changing hands,
3: speculating.
0: That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, this That's next fun. week
3: will be really interesting.
2: Yeah, you, you mentioned that uh, the alert system and my initial reaction was the worst, the worst thing that ever happened um, for, <laughs> my, for my for my jeweler stack, previously the bank stack. But, um, yeah. yeah so.
1: Those guys created a way uh, a great way to lose money. <laughs> Not lose money, but to spend to money. Spend money. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Yeah. I've, I've never been more liquid. And uh, there's nothing better than watching that little jewel x counter go up even if it's so tiny you're just like yeah, yeah.
2: you're time- ready you're ready for the single staking
0: as ready as I'll be you know have, I you, kind of yeah.
2: have 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 any of you guys been working the docs as far as bridging over there yeah. yeah
0: I'm an expert at this already so you know if you guys have any questions just let me know <laughs>
2: That was sarcastic right yeah mm-hmm.
1: um yeah, I mean, I'm I'm in the uh, the Avax Jewel Garden currently, um, a, a little bit, you know, as much as as small as my my bag is, uh, it is a bag, but um, that is interesting in terms of what gardens are going to be available in Crystalville. I know there's a single staking, but do we know is it the same? Is it going to be the same uh, spread, same options as what we
2: have right now in Serendale?
0: Fr- Franz, what do you think?
2: Well, well, so you got to assume there's going to be an AVAX crystal pool, right? Totally. Because AVAX is now the, you know, like right now, the one jewel pool has the highest emissions. I'm assuming the crystal AVAX jewel will have the highest emissions over there. And then, you know, I'm interested to see, because they've been talking a lot about kind of refining the criteria for a pool. You know, the the super bid got taken out. There were a few others that were taken out.
0: Artemis Uh, Miz. Yeah,
2: yeah, Um, which I still, to this day, don't Miz token. I I don't know what that is. Um, Me neither, but I was a big fan. It it was the one that I I just couldn't even find it. Um, But, yeah, I'm hoping you see some bigger names and some attractive pools over there. Uh, You know, like maybe Joe gets a pool, Trader Joe, which is the, you know, biggest... uh, Decks on AVEX today, you know, I, I don't know,
1: and then and also, I have, and that's all that is very interesting. I, because I, I don't know much about AVAX, I'll need to research more of those things. But will there be any jewel uh gardens in Crystal Vale, or is that just not uh
2: an option? I think there probably will be, right? I mean, the thing is jewel originally, as far as garden, like. Crystal Jewel Garden, I feel like yeah. Probably not like a Wayback's garden because that's on Serendale. Or, or, or,
1: or at the same, the same, same vein, will there be crystal gardens added to Serendale?
0: Yeah. I. What's 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 when it comes to that initial piece, maybe in the liquidity pools? Where's your head at? What are you speculating?
1: Well, we've discussed this too, and we've been talking about it maybe outside of the podcast of if everybody's excited about Crystal Vale, are they going to move all their funds out of Serendale, and are the APRs of Serendale Gardens going to skyrocket? So is there an option to maybe just sit tight and let the, the numbers go up where we're at?
0: Of course there is. I, I'm, in, I'm in AVAX Jewel, and I'm in, uh, I'm in one Jewel. <laughs> like, and I plan on... Yeah. To- Taking the one, the one jump over and keeping the the other pool here. Uh, let's let's diversify. Let's have some fun.
2: Yeah, I, I'm not moving my gardens from Serendip. I think there's going to be a lot of FOMO and a lot of uh, mad rush. And yeah, those. I mean, everybody's been been speculating that for a while that the APRs are going to go up once this happens. I believe it. Yeah. I, I think it's going to play out that way.
3: So. I mean, uh, Make sure there's enough, I have enough Jewel in Crystal veil to match whatever I've gotten at Crystal Rewards so that I can provide a Crystal Jewel LP. Because that'll be one of them, right?
1: I mean, we don't know. I mean, most likely yes, me. obviously. I don't, I don't think they've officially given any uh, sort of indication of what what Gardens will be there. But I have to assume that either in Zarendel or Crystalville or probably both, to be
2: honest, there'll be a Crystal Jewel Garden option. Mm-hmm. Well, so, did, did they say, and, uh, you know, maybe the, this might be an ignorant statement, the um, the single jewel, right, to crystal originally, is that going to be a constant, or is that, like, an opening, limited-time thing, and then will the bank or the jeweler become a crystal jeweler on Crystal Crystalville then? Did, did that make sense the way I
0: said it? Yeah, yeah, it, I think it's just... There's, it goes back to what I said previously in the, in the last episode. There's so many changes happening that it, it's creating an exponential amount of variables that we can we can sit here and speculate small details all fucking day. Um, and that's what makes this game so much fun because we're again, I think I think we're pretty early when it comes to the long run, and this is this is the this is Facebook to you know. Uh, Axis MySpace, but this is the positive Facebook. It's not bad.
1: That's not a bad reference. That's not bad. Wait, wait. Say that again. That one. Axie is MySpace, and this is Facebook. Okay. Axie Infinity being. Yeah. But
0: but I believe uh, Frisky Fox mm-hmm. is not evil. So. He's <laughs> <laughs> not yeah. The Zuckerberg. Yeah. Don't compare. Yeah. I think. Uh, he's robot, which is sweet.
2: Well, so w- one thing, and um, I'm noticing this as you're bringing up the roadmap here. One thing they said that I feel like everyone's overlooking, I know I'm overlooking, they did say that pets are going to happen right when Crystal Vale happens, like on the same timeline. I'm gathering those eggs. I know we all are. But Crystal Vale is taking all the focus that I feel like when they say like, hey, those eggs can hatch, like that's going to be kind of a whirlwind. And you guys can't see it, but CN9 is giving me the finger right now because he doesn't have an egg yet. Sorry, that's a uh, behind the scenes. That's
1: not part of the podcast, friends I don't know if you know that or not. We don't include that. We don't talk about that. We
0: invite you on here. And you-
2: <laughs> this whole segment. Fine.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I I would like a pet. Here's my question: Should I? Um, can you buy a pet? You can buy yeah. the golden egg. Should I? Should I try to purchase a pet with the liquidity I just opened up? Real quick. Well, so that
2: that's an interesting because. I, I believe the last I checked on pets or on eggs, um, they're like 35, 40 jewel, and that's the floor. So
0: oh. C9N,
2: as um. someone with not a lot of heroes, what's more valuable to you? Another hero that can start questing or an egg that like, hey, we don't know what pets are going to go for once they're on the market.
0: Well, there are less pets than heroes, correct? Uh, sure. Yes. So, if they're sure. going for a floor hero, it kind of makes
1: well, sense to hit one. Let, let, me, let me specify that. There's in existence currently less eggs than heroes. However, there's no cap on either. So, hypothetically, one could surpass the other. Yeah,
0: uh, but well, the summoning rate is crushing the egg. Yes, I, I agree with that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, the
3: yeah, so okay. rate's actually gone up. It's a 58 Jewel to... Per egg? Per egg? Not not the LPs to physically buy the eggs, but if you were to buy 50,000 gold to get the golden bag. Oh, the gold one.
2: Yeah, I bought a gold one. When Jewel was at, I think, like 17, 18, I decided to buy an egg with it. Yeah, you have
3: Uh, one of each, right?
2: Uh, two, I have two gray. I actually, it was a uh, quest that MetaMask rubbed me a bit on the, uh, on the outcome. And I didn't see what happened. And the next morning I was checking, and all of a sudden there was a two next to the gray. It was, it was very nice, but couldn't post it on Twitter and, you know, farm that interaction there. So (laughs) is
3: it it really worth it if you can not tweet about it? (laughs) uh so c9 to make you feel a little better a gray egg is the cheapest egg right now which is 32 jewel
0: ah perfect i could do that Well, i'm also i don't know how many quests in i am but it's a numbers game i could also just sit tight and we've seen we've seen the floor
1: i mean it's gone through waves but you know 36 you know 37 is the floor for a hero i mean I, i don't know personally you know i yeah, if if Franz were to pose that question to me, I would say I'd rather get a hero
2: than a, an egg right now. I didn't pose yeah. it to you. Yeah, exactly. No, um, a hero. Yeah, I'd much rather get a, a
1: hero. I mean, like if the value is the same. I mean, I know thirty-two versus like thirty-seven. You know, there's a little bit difference there, but in general, I, it, with that amount, if the eggs were to drop significantly. My my answer might change, like the price, but right now I think there's more value in a hero, and I think and I think that's a great segue to our next uh, topic that we're going to talk about a little bit. Uh, you know, we've uh, been we've been seeing the perilous journey. we have seen a lot of people go go on the perilous journey, but uh, for us, at least for me, and I know C9N, you know, we're not really sending anybody, so we're looking more at uh, what's going on in Sarindale with summoning and what's uh, the best move right now for the people that are not sending uh, their heroes on this journey. Um, Specifically, we want to talk about uh, subclass when you're summoning. You know, is there a a, a combination that is sort of the the best way to summon, including the subclass in the summoning? I know we had a lot of ideas on that.
3: Was Uh, there a question in there? No, no, I was no, just rambling. Sub-
1: Rambles
0: is awesome. No, I loved it. rambling. I was hoping
1: somebody would jump in and no one was jumping in. <laughs> yeah. guys, We're all trying
3: to be respectful.
0: Okay. But,
3: but so we, what's we, what's the punchline? So do do subclasses matter? Do yes.
1: subclasses matter and should we be
2: summoning with subclasses in mind?
0: Yes. Right, go ahead, France.
2: No, yeah, I I I've been I mean, I've been telling you guys for a while that I, I Love the idea of a good subclass, the, the idea of a uh, advanced subclass. I've been matching or trying to match, again, using that ADFK uh, hero matcher system. Um, I've been trying to not just match the, the primary but also the subclass so that I can get a chance at a Dark Knight, Dark Knight, uh, Paladin, Ninja, even, um, you know, like a- anything like that.
0: So, um, so for
2: pally pally on, on the market because I couldn't summon one for the life of me.
0: So, all right, Mister Moneybags. For someone like Maddie or I with just a few heroes, would it be beneficial to purchase um, a hero with a basic primary class but a uh, advanced subclass? Is that still well, some benefit?
2: Well, you say for you or Maddie. Maddie has a Dark Knight, Dark Knight. So that I'm very jealous of.
0: It's very nice. Is he? Um, yeah, but say he's trying to add another, and... Yeah. No, I
2: mean, it, if the question is, is it better to have a, an advanced subclass than a basic subclass? Like, yeah, you know? I mean, <laughs> if, if, if you go to, and Guy, I don't know if you have it pulled up, but the, uh, the Google Doc that has all the, the hero stats, I mean, the advanced subclass is, you know, it's just, it's just higher as far as what you can attain with the stats. It's... And I understand that. I mean, I think we understand the basic concept of
1: advanced subclass being better than a basic subclass. The point is, should we be putting should we be putting a lot of value? You know, if we're going to buy a hero, should we be jumping up in price? Should we be reaching for somebody who has an advanced subclass? Is that is the value worth? I guess is the question. Not we know subclasses, advanced subclasses is better than a basic. That's just you know we understand that concept. But but the question is what. You know, what, yeah. What, which, how should we be valuing that if
2: we're going to be looking to buy a hero? Well, so, Guy, they, did they say, uh, I believe it was mentioned during one of the AMAs, or it, it was Hubert that said it, that subclasses are going to have their own skill tree as
3: well? Yeah, I believe that if you've got a pirate ninja then you're going to have pirate moves and then you're going to have your own skill tree for your subclass for your ninja moves as well now i'd be curious if you're a level three pirate and you have basically two skill points that you've gotten from going from one to two and two to three is that two for your main class and two for your subclass or is that two points you can you can only put anywhere across any skill tree
0: Well, Which you know, that
3: right there is a really interesting thought too. Right. When is
0: the skill trees expected to come out? Because that's that's like what the hell are we even doing right now? Right. Yeah. So when when Let's is it? Let's talk about come the come speculation
3: out, about the speculation that we're speculating on the speculated stuff.
0: Yeah. Like to me, and, and I'm a, I'm an absolute idiot when it comes to this. Again, I no absolutes for me, um, and I'm not a, not to. to- not a Sith. <laughs> Not a Sith. I'm, I'm very loosey-goosey. No absolutes. What?
1: <laughs> uh, the evil thing you're fine with, but you're too loosey-goosey to be a Sith otherwise. You have to be ruthless or else people... The
2: dedication are... that he couldn't take with the Sith Order. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, all the other stuff's fine. Sorry, keep going.
3: <laughs> but so, I think where C9's going with this too is like, alright, I've got a hero. I want this hero to be undervalued today but there's going to be something that'll happen in the future that will increase the value of this long term. Mm. That's, that's the main line, but all right. How much in the future are we looking? Yeah, These that, subclasses right. are we talking about 15 months from now? Or are we talking about three months from now?
0: Yeah. Is this, is this oh. NPVP stuff, you know, with original roadmap plan because it's complicated or is this, Hey, we got to move this up because we're moving some other stuff up. Uh, what well, do you think, Franz? You, you got to.
2: We're all expecting PvP this year, right?
0: Oh, I'm thinking yeah,
2: like months. I think rather than year. Yeah, right.
1: we'll, yeah.
3: You know. I think I think Q3, Q4. I was thinking uh, we'll have we'll have PvP. I don't know if it'll be the final product of PvP. We'll have right. PvP light over the summer, where it's you know, maybe even before the summer. Summer. We'll PvP light light week. Yeah, Um, but but then we'll have some version of PvP that will be beyond just the stats, but is that full-blown, or is there another layer of iteration to that? That I don't know.
2: Well, what I was thinking was skill trees kind of would have to come before PvP, and when, you know, we're talking PvP light or PvP this, Like, I'm not talking about, like, land tournaments, stat competitions. I'm saying, like, you know... Frisky comes on and says, Hey, PvP's open. Like, it's there. You know, skill trees would have to come first. We're going to have to get more kind of clarity on advanced skills before that. You know, like, a lot has to happen before. So, I mean, I, I think, I we, mean, even. even so, th-
3: what, what do you think will happen first? Skill tree or active passive abilities? Ooh.
0: Um, uh, active passive. And, and here's here's my reasoning, because it's ridiculous, and again, I just want everyone all, and all our listeners to know that I know fucking nothing. I'm the Jon <laughs> Snow Jedi, okay? Um, Star it's, Wars. These references! It's, well, what is this? It's John
2: Snow on the last one. He's all over the place.
0: Yeah, well, whatever. You keep rubbing your head over there. It would, the... No one can see the video but you. There's <laughs> two... Listen, that. there's two active abilities and there's two passive abilities, but a skill tree is like a lot more friggin' work. Uh it just makes no, sense I, I, well,
1: to, I think to that's a fair
0: point at a time.
1: I, I think that's a fair point. Uh and, and also something I want to mention is we don't even know how the abilities will interact if and how the abilities will interact with the skill tree. I mean, they might be completely different, they might be completely unrelated, or it could be if you have a basic uh, ability your skill tree looks different from someone who has an advanced ability you know we, we don't know these facts again we're very speculative at this point um, so i think it's hard hard to make any assessment any concrete assessment however it is fun to speculate and maybe guess because if we guess right maybe we could end up with a valuable hero yeah, yeah. and
0: before i pass it over to france i i just know that my thief with uh, active one is going to be like cast spell and he's got zero freaking mana that's just what's going to happen franz what do you think
2: well yeah so you're saying you know the idea that and that's you're kind of leading into what i was going to say the idea that we don't know what these abilities are we don't know if each class if you know advanced one for a knight is the same as advanced one for a priest or something right so i've been trying to uh summon to upgrade these abilities and i got my first elite ability summon. Oh, nice. Right? But it was... So, the summon was a warrior knight with an 18% chance of a paladin. Gardener. Right? And what, oh, I, yeah. what I ended up with was a priest fisher. So, the summon wow. went great. But it got an elite one ability. So, at first, super excited. Elite one. I'm awesome. I'm going to be rich. Second thought, <laughs> it's on a Priest, right? My yeah. Priest is going to be attacking. It, so, like, is that Elite 1 just going to be useless on him? Or maybe on Priest, Elite 1 is, like, super heal, you know? Like, I, you know, I don't
0: know. Yeah, or, so, or the Elite 1 is tied directly to the particular uh, class. So, you know, who, you know, what do you think, Guy?
3: If you were a Basic 1, I would be concerned. The fact you're at Elite 1... I'm not as concerned because there's only two elite abilities, so mm-hmm. yeah. they the have to be good for anybody. Have, yeah.
2: Well, right, have the right, be good for everyone. It's the one class where I think it, but like any other class, elite right. then I'm happy.
0: So, France thinks that uh, priests are going to be useless. So that's pretty biased, but uh, yeah. What do you think, Matty? I think
1: I I think you're making a joke, but also um, I think at that level, uh, elite. Uh, and even the advanced, to be honest, I think they will have value for no matter what the class. Now, again, I think what Guy was hinting at is the basic abilities might not match up with your class, but I think once you get to advanced and once you get to elite, uh, it's going to be an improvement, you know, and this goes back to our thing of like the only things we know right now, the advanced are better than basic elite is better than advanced. These are things like, these are the basic things that we know. and you know, speculate on those things that, that they are going to give value.
0: Always bring this back to zero. I really appreciate that about you, Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: think, yeah, and I think
0: also, too, on, on a final point about
1: subclasses, I, I am kind of interested in, in this, the skill tree talk of, you know, based on, like, traditional uh, RPGs and traditional kind of games and stuff like that. you know, your knights and your warriors are these melee characters who are just your tanks who just, you know, sit there and, Hack away at the enemies, you know. If they have a subclass that's say archer or a subclass that's wizard, uh, is that going to change how they uh, perform in the PvP? Is that going to give them a ranged attack or give them some sort of magic attack? You know, can uh, you know? Will there be some sort of hybrid where where we can yeah. create a specific hero
2: based on the subclass?
0: Yeah, right. Does my archer shoot regular arrows or magic arrows, France? Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, well, the market right now is saying those priest and wizard subclass are worse. You know, like, if you look at any any class that you're searching for, the cheapest are the priest and the the wizard subclass. Um, Yeah. You know, I I tend to agree with that, right? Like, I I want a warrior. I I don't want a magical warrior. I want a knight subclass on a warrior or a warrior subclass. But I want it to be a little thicker. One thing I was talking about was for casters, if I don't have a caster subclass, like if I have a wizard that's not a wizard or a priest subclass, I I want a thief, right? Because you look at the sage, the agility is the big difference with the sage. I I just want shooting out spells quicker. Like I I get a monk subclass or something like that. Like I'm not excited.
0: You... This is a clear example of thinking about these things way in the future and it's awesome to speculate there's there's a lot of material here and it's uh it's it's a great brain activity to be able to put together but like guy said earlier and guy maybe you can follow up to this there are so many variables to be able to put a skill tree in to be able to out uh, of pvp light when we haven't even gotten into pvp light yet um uh, there are so many variables. There's, there's going to be things a month or two down the line where we're going to look back and be like, I can't believe I didn't just buy up six of X right now. You know this this primary class, this subclass, this particular um, active status, a- active passive one. This where again we're early. I'm bullish. We're not early early, but we're early. Uh, this is going to be a great game. I'm excited. It's Facebook to Axies MySpace.
3: Yeah, I agree with everything here, Shane. It's, we're definitely early. Do we know where there's hidden value in cards? No, we don't. Can we speculate and try to make educated guesses? Yeah, I think that's what we're all trying to do. Um, but we're not going to be right all the time. So it's... I don't think any of us are going all in on any of the speculations that we're having, but Maybe buying a here or two that could that we could see a good bump in price based on what we're speculating on. Yeah. Yeah, yep.
1: and
3: I think I think um, and,
1: and I have one more one final point I want to we're gonna bring up in the podcast, but I, I do want to just end this conversation pretty soon. But I think I think especially looking at what Franz was saying of the market, I think and that's something that I don't do as well. I think I think I think Guy does that better and, and, and friends, I'm assuming you do it as well, of of finding what the market trends are and and because that's probably where the value is going to be, is if the market is devaluing priest or wizard subclass, you know, perhaps we can find value in a hero who has one of those subclasses and find a cheaper price. I think that's right now the best we can do is try and try and find those market trends and and yep you know super
3: straightforward watered down example uh go back to december foraging and fishing were the two quests that were out i was buying miners that hey i can fish with a miner yeah i'm losing a little bit of the boost profession but the value of miners the utility of miners will only go up in the future Yeah. i didn't realize how much i was right yeah but i, but I was right <laughs> Uh, we're yeah. to the point where I I sold at a profit and probably left a lot of money on the table because I sold a little too fast when mining came out. Yeah. Well, I think just thinking of like, all right, there's some things that we can think about that are one or two steps away, and there's other things that this group loves talking about, myself included, that are probably ten or twenty steps away that we're not making really any real financial decisions off of, um, but it's fun to theory craft and talk about.
0: Yeah. And and. I know uh, Maddie, being the attorney that he is, is super pumped about his agenda, but if we can maybe throw in a couple of comments about um, Frisky's community chat today, uh, I would love to be able to fit that in if we can.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I actually did not uh, listen to that or hear it. Um, I, so let me, let me get this... We'll do this real quick, and then we can jump to that, because uh, I didn't listen to that at all today. But one of the things that they changed with the Perilous... Not changed with the Perilous Journey, but they updated... Um, was the stamina uh, quest, or or, I'm, I'm phrasing that poorly, but basically they added it so that if you have a hero who completes a quest and is sitting there waiting for you to hit complete, or waiting for you to hit completed quest, he will re, or he or she will regain their stamina while it's sitting there, which is a nice little ad for people that are, you know, maybe not on their computer twenty four seven. And for some of us that sitting. have
3: gardeners, that we've just been banging our heads against the keyboard every single night, being like, yeah. "I can't go to bed yet. I can't go to bed yet. <laughs> All right, I need to set an alarm to wake up in four hours so I can send them back out." Like, it's a huge lifestyle improvement um, for us that have have gardeners and miners.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, like I said earlier, personally, I don't have any gardeners or miners, so I feel like this doesn't affect yeah. the, the fishers or the foragers that much, but it does seem like an amazing um, uh, quality of life change that, that they added. Again, just goes back to a broken record of how great the team is and how awesome they are at, at, at yeah. fixing the game constantly. And it's, um,
3: I think it just came kind of out of nowhere of like, patch day kind of came and went, perilous journey um got updated everyone was super excited about that and then like 24 hours later frisky was like yeah we did this thing which every i personally don't do any coding or development but everything i've understood about it is stamina regen is a relatively simple game mechanic but an extremely complicated development item because it's not a black and white kind of one linear item change. There's a lot. Well, it's, of... It
1: sounded like it was, it was also the blockchain was making it complicated too. That The fact that all these things are on the blockchain makes the coding yeah, that much of, more think difficult. Think of what's
3: happening is yeah. you've got a quest. All right, go and complete that quest or go and do that quest. I'm going to click complete. And when we click complete, all right, you're now back in my ownership. You're regenerating stamina and whatnot. So nerds theoretically i'm pretty sure how questing works is you're staking your hero to the blockchain um where you're having it go and complete this task and to have another layer that's happening while that hero is staked or or doing a task is extremely difficult right
0: right,
2: one thing that was that i i thought was interesting so um uh, I feel like the general sentiment out there, right, is that fishers and foragers gain XP faster, right? I mean, is that yeah. we're all on the same page there? Yep. Um, so Hubert was, in general, last night, and... Hubert. Um, uh, Yubi. He, he, uh, he was talking about this and about the stamina change, and he said that, and so I'm reading here, so fishing and foraging get more XP over time as heroes improve, but gardening and mining are more static. So when the next tier of quests come out, you should notice a decent bump for gardening and mining XP gains to compensate. So I've personally been looking for for my heroes that are on to level up fast, right? Like I, I, I mentioned I just bought a Paladin. Paladin. Um, it's going to be my PvP tank, and he's a forager, so I was pumped and like he's going to level up faster, right? Once those next level quests come out, and you know if what Hubert said, if the gardeners and miners then are going to be gaining experience faster, I, I think I might have, uh, you know, kind of screwed myself on that.
0: Yeah, I mean, you haven't screwed yourself. Anyway, but you haven't screwed yourself, but. Gardeners are are the floor heroes right now, and if what you're saying is true and what Hubert's saying is true, uh, people are potentially undermining the value of gardeners. So if you can find like a a pretty sweet, somewhat okay PVP pair, like a like a wizard or something that that's got a a solid um, uh, alignment, you might be okay when these next quests come out and this is the exact example we're talking about where when the gold rush happens which is a perilous journey be the guy selling the shovels and the pickaxes and the the gold pans um you know this is this might be that thing on the side that this is where the money's made or this is where the smart money is i should say uh rather than rushing on pj
2: that uh you know that could backfire though because about a month and a half ago i started stacking gardeners because i was waiting for the batched gardeners to come out they said they were going to make it so you can you know batch them uh the same way you do with miners and i was like oh well the gardening floor is gonna shoot up that never happened i have way too many gardeners
0: yeah franza you're you're new to the podcast but um this is speculation central so i need you to start being a little more positive with everything i appreciate it <laughs>
1: well i mean I, I think it is important to note uh that we are speculating and we could be wrong uh you know and 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 don't don't put money out there or not, this is not financial advice but you know don't put uh value to things that you're not ready to to lose uh, especially if you're you know you're playing this game like we are where you know we're not I mean, I don't want. I, I we say whales a lot, but like you know, we're not. We don't have huge pockets. We don't have huge you know stables uh, of heroes. So we do have to find value when we can.
2: Well, well, so quick note: what I'm saying is financial advice. Oh, you
3: are okay. Yeah. So now yeah. you're
2: you're legally responsible for everything you say. Huh? Well, yeah. So what they say, the podcast, not financial. I'm I'm giving. Yeah, take this to to the bank to the drawer. Sure,
1: <laughs> sure, sure. Great. Can't wait to, wait to get sued. Can't wait to get sued. Thanks, friends.
0: <laughs> Remember to listen to people that have aliases on YouTube in a podcast <laughs> while they invest their obscure cryptocurrencies in a fictional game. Um, well, this is, that's, this that's is basically
2: exactly what we're all doing. None of the team is doxed. So that's <laughs> we're doing what you just described. And I'm which, why,
0: which is why I said it. But I appreciate the follow-up, friends. Uh Twitter Superstar as always. Um you know, I've got I've
1: got one more. No, yes, no, no. Um this was sort of unannounced. Uh Frisky did sort of a M A M A kind of situation. I didn't listen to it. Uh C9N, you listened. Give yep. us uh give us the update.
0: Well, uh I'll make it really quick because it's the last agenda item. I'll tell you what I'm interested in. Um if you actually go on the announcements, you can open up the Word doc. This or- been in Discord? They yeah, it in, Discord. In, in, yep. in Discord. Go to the Discord, check out the announcements, and you can see the link where Frisky was taking um, notes in the middle of this while he was bringing people on and getting an engagement. You can see um, the attendees, which is Frisky and DFK Community, What was the purpose? It was to increase utility and value of DFK assets and encourage developers and builders to build around the DFK ecosystem. Sounds like um, a couple of the pieces that I was um, interested in were, A, he he touched on the the grant program that he has. I thought that was interesting. He said he's got probably over 50 grants in right now. Um, There was some fluff in there. You know, when you're bringing random people in, you're going to get it. Mm-hmm. um ogre abroad um is in the notes there i must have missed that because i have adhd and um uh, you know that's what happens and and then lastly um um uh, mattes had some good stuff uh, but there was uh right at the end there was a, a particular question regarding the grants uh, someone asked if there was a possibility that some of the grants could be released to the dfk community the public uh to get some voting on uh, to see what people would like. Um, Frisky said that he was super interested in that, didn't have complete control. That was something that Sun Bear had, um, uh, which is kind of really cool to see that, you know, there's uh, decision-making being diversified. But uh, there's, there's some interesting thing in the notes I, I highly recommend. Any thoughts on what I just said? I know I kind of ran down some quick re- stuff real quick.
1: Well, I, I would just say uh... – the one grant program that they have sort of shared publicly is this DFK Arena, um, which is a very cool idea. It's sort of taking your heroes and putting them inside a kind of like a, um, you know, kind of street fighter or Tekken, you know, fighting style game where you can then wager in-game gold on if you're going to win or not. Um, you know, there's still a lot of details to come, but that's sort of what the proposal is and what's oh, out why? there. And I think that's a lot. That's a lot of fun. Say it again. What, what you is that live? No, 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 it's not live yet. They still have to vote on it. Um, and, and like the proposal has sort of been publicly shared. Um there's an on-turn
3: roadmap, it would it would yeah, be rolled up yeah. in like 90, 120 days.
2: I, I saw some screenshots on Twitter, they must have been like teaser things, but I yeah, well, I the, no, the, the team
1: the team that submitted the proposal or submitted the grant proposal, they have some like videos of like how the combat would look. Um they're kind of fun. Um, and I think I think while it's it's a very cool idea, I think the the grant program in general I'm more excited about than this one specifically. I think it's very fun that potentially we can have third party creators creating either mini games or sort of other uh, aspects of the game that could be added. You know, because there has been seemingly in some of the AMAs and some of the comments. Uh, complaints that right now this game is really just clicking a button, you know, every eight hours. Uh, so there's not really a lot of gaming to be done. Uh, there's certainly a lot of strategy and a lot of stuff. I know we love discussing it and, and you know, a lot, of, a lot of stuff to discuss. But at this point right now, there's not much gaming to be done. Now, I know the team is going to roll out the P and a lot of stuff in the future. But I think this is a fun option to have uh, outside parties creating... Some some fun games and fun aspects to the
0: game. I fundamentally disagree. There's gaming to be had. I'm having so much. Oh, fun okay. I spend so much time in DFK that I can simply say that you're wrong, and it's purely anecdotal. And I get. I bet everyone will.
2: No, I take that. I take. I understand that. I understand what you're saying. Cool. Yeah. Right, wait, you. wait, I'm gonna I'm gonna just ignore C9N and continue off magic. <laughs> That's so, so normal. <laughs> it, so, some something that I saw today that, that I thought was really cool, um, and I think fits into this like idea of things being built outside but around the game. Uh, Johnny Hold on Twitter, who he, he's great. They do the uh, DFK Dungeons & Dragons. Um, right, I, I saw that. A few other people. Um, it's great, but um, he, he mentioned there were some people replying to his tweet about who he was sending on Perilous Journey, and they were betting one on whether or not his heroes were going to make it. <laughs> and like I, I, it was yeah. hilarious right but like right there there can be you know markets set up and different things around what happens in the game like yeah. it, you could that could all be built it, it, it's really it's totally. cool. I mean with the blockchain you
1: could easily create smart contracts for uh for gambling in game on in game events i mean that that's a that's a simple process uh right. and that could be super fun to be like you know i'll bet I'll bet a uh, hundred Jewel that, you know, Feed my, my, my dark Knight will, uh, will beat your wizard. And, uh, you know, something like that. You know, I, I think that that's, there's potential for that. I think the, the community
0: is itching for it,
2: you know, feeding
0: the djs is me. a good idea. Oh, who would have thought? Well, that's, I
2: mean, <laughs> at the end of the day, right? We're all gambling, um, constantly. I mean, that's crypto. It's a high risk, high reward community we have a high tolerance for you know for all that well let's bring it not all of us but yes i understand that
0: my dude my dfk buy-in is from tron that i purchased in like 2016
1: i mean i I feel like everyone's got a similar story to that you know Um, (laughs) (laughs) there's
0: nothing wrong with tron tron's legit it's meta bro it's meta um anyway uh guy kid um do you have any any comments any questions or anything to say about the the no no about the uh the live community brainstorm today um i'm sure you i actually
3: did not catch it i had a fairly busy fiat work day today um but i've been looking look, hold on hold on can i can i i, I want to
1: ask ask about that is, is that the new term that we should say for like regular work job yeah is that, what that means i forget
3: okay. who, i think i get that from neimdorf okay I, i've heard it too a couple i absolutely of times now. love it so yeah.
1: fiat workday means like your normal everyday yeah, he, day
3: he, job. he refers to it as the fiat minds, which is so I mean, that checks out that checks out yeah. yeah that's good yeah um but so i'm looking through the sandwich punch AMA just kind of as you guys have been talking and i have been looking at the in the main dfk discord channel there is a sub group for the dfk arena mm-hmm. and it's been really interesting seeing the community feedback of there's a lot of negativity around people don't want a third party game affecting the core game mechanics cuz what's being proposed is this dfk arena even though it's a little spin off you can gain experience through this arena
0: what the hell? And you're oh, I, don't really know I, like I don't know if I like arena. that. I don't know if I like that. And
3: that's been the overwhelming um, message that's been said through the, the main Discord channel.
0: Dude, I'm, I'm very torn on that. One, I'm, like, also very concerned. Um, I don't have any justification, by the way. But the the other thing is, within the community feedback session that Frisky was on today, or the community brainstorm, um, I heard a lot of people saying... Uh, or at least it was somewhat of a common theme, maybe just to myself. That, yeah, more community feedback, more us asking and voting and telling what to do. That scares me. I don't like the possibility of fifty-one percent of people agreeing on something and uh, enabling in that for the other forty-nine. Um, <laughs> I, I
1: don't, I don't, I don't hate that. I, I think. I mean, that's just crypto in general. I mean, that's we talked about that. You know. That's how hard forks happen, and, 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 and stuff like that. I think I think that's fine. I, I am I am skeptical of uh, these these grants and these kind of one offs uh, significantly affecting gameplay. And I think I think the guy we're talking think, about. I, I, I think, think the that key
3: word that. you mentioned there is significant. And yeah. What they've been highlighting is all right. If it's going to take you a week to level up through the dfk game mechanics it's going to take you a month or two months to level up through dfk arena or something like that but what i think this i think the negative feedback they saw it and frisky wanted to do a level set of what he's expecting out of these grants and how he wants to increase the utility for heroes and i think that was the main driver is why he had this impromptu ama is he wanted to directly address some of the concerns people had because I think the two biggest concerns people had were one um, core game mechanics being affected by third-party developers and then two is security so we're now potentially staking our heroes to a third-party developer that we don't have necessarily as much faith as we did with frisky or the the core dfk team and yeah and I think I'm, and I
1: sorry go, go well I was just gonna wrap it up and say I think I think DFK Arena is a fun idea as a mini game that that does not give experience and that maybe you can wager if you want, you know, stuff like that. But I don't think it should significantly affect your heroes. I think I think it it's a fun kind of uh, offshoot, but shouldn't be. It shouldn't affect your experience at all, I think, in my yeah, opinion. But, I'm,
0: I'm I mean, down for it to be a gladiator arena. Exactly, just like a one-off. Or stakes some gold, but getting experience yeah. or anything like that, that's, that's too far, in my opinion. France? Sorry, I, I spaced
2: out. I was on Twitter just now. Um, what was the question?
0: BFK Arena. Uh, positive or negative things? Yeah, no,
2: I I think I I agreed with what Guy was saying, where it's fun, but if it starts affecting, you know, normal game mechanics, I'm out on that. But I I think Frisky mentioned, so I I didn't watch the uh, the actual AMA, but I read his little, you know, preface to it, and I I think he said that they don't want it to, they don't want any of these things to be something that, you know, would supplant actual gameplay. So awesome. I, you know I'm I'm confident that they'll find that, that right balance.
0: Matty, uh, um well, any final words?
1: No, I think I I think France France said it very well. And I, I would just say I think I think we're gonna wrap up the pod. I do want to just give a shout out. Thank you, France, for joining us. Uh this was a lot of fun chatting chatting about DFK. Be great. Ty. To- thanks for having
3: me. Yeah, thanks, boys. Been fun.
0: Uh France. Any uh, any final words? Any
3: shout-outs? You know,
2: I had a great time. I, I think it was a lot of fun. Thanks for having me. What's uh, what, what's uh, what's the official? What's your official Twitter handle so we can get people out there? Oh yeah, yeah. I gotta plug it. Um, at, at dfk underscore friends. Um, you know, you you'll get a bloater meme or two. You might. I, oh, might I love it. it. In there once a month. It's a lot of fun.
0: Awesome. Good
2: stuff. Thanks, friends. It's-
0: this, this has been another episode of Bogside Chats. We're talking everything DFK. We're keeping it casual compared to those other guys. We're the first non-whale podcast. No Gen Zeros. No stable of 100 heroes. My name's C9N. Again, more importantly, is Matty Esk and Guy Kidd. We're also joined by Franz. Have a good night. Thanks, guys. See you later.